What's up, y'all? I'm Mike. I'm Sean. I'm Ben. And you are listening to the Anime Triad. everybody we are back this week to make a video about something that's always bugged us about dragon ball z and that is the future trunks slash cell timeline fiasco because we get future trunks and then then he's dead but he's not dead and cell comes back from the future anyway we're here with mike today Mike has come up with this. I'm not going to call it a theory. I'm going to call this is the way it goes because it makes sense. And we're going to use super to also reinforce why this makes sense and why this is legit. And so this is the anime triad and our um, future trunks timeline explanation. Take it away, Mike. All right, all right. So uh, the first thing I want to start with is that, well, the way I came up with this, I think we were just talking one day, and I, I almost want to say we were talking about Marvel movies, and and we were speculating whether they were using linear time or multiverse theory. And uh, of course, I think that was before Endgame came out, and you know, there was still a lot of speculation and it turns out, okay, they're using some combination of like Mobius strip and linear theory. And, you know, if, if anyway, and I was like, now hang on, what's Dragon Ball Z do? And it's, and I was like, it has to do multiverse because there's a dead trunks that isn't a dead trunks. And we broke it down. So here's, here's what we came up with or what I came up with, I guess we should say, uh, there are five timelines that exist in the Dragon Ball world because of Trunks's time traveling. And as of Super, there are six. So basically, here's how it happens. So I'm going to start in Trunks's original timeline. This is timeline number one. This is the original course of history of, of how things go without any meddling of any kind. So... The androids show up. Goku's died of a heart virus. Everyone dies. They create a time machine and they go back in time. When you go back in time and and meddle with something, if it's a significant enough event, you will create another timeline. And so Trunks's first travel back creates timeline number two. Now, for any of the rest of what we see to make sense... Something has to happen in timeline number two that the androids win anyway. So in timeline number two, Trunks has returned. He's given Goku the heart virus. And let's just say that this trip is the reason 17 and 18 were stronger than they should have been. Because we all remember when Vegeta fought 18 and and when Trunks fought them, he's like, they're way stronger than they were in, in my time. Let us say, well, I'll put it this way. We're going to say 
that the reason they were stronger is as a result of him traveling back that first time. And so even with Goku still alive, the androids kill everybody. And once again, Bulma has to create a time machine for Trunks to get in it and go back in time. So there are two Trunkses. There's the Trunks from Timeline 1 and the one from Timeline 2. Timeline 2 Trunks also returns to the past to give Goku a heart virus and who knows what else. So this creates timeline number three. So our original trunks from timeline one goes to the past, gives Goku a heart virus, creating time or give Goku gives Goku heart medicine, creating timeline two. And the androids win anyway. A second trunks is now existing who goes back in time and creates timeline number three. We don't know what happens in timeline number three, and it doesn't really matter. Um, Now, we have two more trips to the past we have to account for. Cell explained to us that the way he got to the past was he ambushed Trunks and stole his time machine. So... Cell, now we know that this Trunks is a different Trunks. My suspicion is that this is Trunks from timeline number two. This is not our Trunks. Because our Trunks, he came back to the past again. He came back and saw 19's head. So here's how we're going to lay this out. Let's start with the Trunks from timeline two. For some reason or another, he opted not to go back to the past, you know, where Trunks came back and trained in the hyperbolic time chamber, all these things. He actually found a way to beat the androids, probably because of how things turned out so differently in his timeline, where he said, you know what? It it didn't matter. The androids were too strong. Even if I go back, nothing's going to help. So I'm going to stay. And he beats them. And when he's about to take his return trip, where he is, he's like, all right, I'm going to go back and tell everybody that I beat the androids. That's when he gets ambushed by Cell, and Cell steals a time machine. Now, when Cell goes back in time, that creates timeline number four. So in timeline number four, we have a Trunks who has returned and given Goku the heart medicine, and we have the existence of Cell. Now... We, we know when this ambush happens because the same thing happened in Trunks' timeline, where after he returned, you know, he beat the androids and was going to come back and tell everybody about it and then got ambushed by Cell. But he killed him because he had all the hyperbolic time tramer training. Uh, so let's talk about that. When Trunks returns to the past to check on everything and see how the fight with the androids is going, that is t- timeline number five. So in timeline number five, we have Trunks has returned to the past uh, to give Goku heart medicine. Trunks returned again, and then Cell also was in the past. These are our five timelines. Now, Michael, how do you know all of this is true? How you could have just made this up? This you know could be whatever. As it turns out, Dragon Ball Super for some reason or another, also decided there were five timelines. When Goasu goes to show Zamasu the rings, he says, let me show you the time ring. And he looks in the box. There are five rings. And he says specifically, 
this is one ring for each deviation in time. And a, a, another one is actually created by the end of the Goku Black arc. So now rather than five rings, there are six rings. So as of Dragon Ball Super, there are six timelines. And before that, there were five. I feel like I've covered it. Ben, do you have any questions? Can I help clarify any of the things I just said? Something I was thinking about is, when and, and correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. when we talk about each timeline, every and it's something that everyone needs to be aware of, each of these timelines is a divergence of the original timeline. Yes. So when we're watching the show from... Well, like when Raditz comes to Earth, we are already in timeline number five. Technically, they are all one and the same until the point where Trunks returns from the past or gotcha. from the future. So at that point, that's the deviation. They all go the exact same way until that point, and then they right. branch off. And another when when which, Trunks, yeah. So so let me explain that a little bit clearer. So when Trunks arrives from the past. We are now watching the events of both timelines one and two. For sure. They they both happen the same way up until a certain point. And when Trunks gets jumped by Cell and Cell steals the time machine and goes goes back in the past, whatever deviation this causes is, is timeline number four. And what we see when Trunks returns for the second time. So so as soon as Trunks arrives and sees the head of Android 19 and says, this is all wrong, this is not the androids, that is where Timeline 5 is now existing, is branched. Because that is a large enough event to cause it, because he doesn't recognize those androids at all. Well, and he stays. And he stays, He doesn't right. recognize the androids. He stays, he fights the androids, he trains in the hyperbolic time chamber with gets, Vegeta. Get, gets killed by Cell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not uh, in the ambush, a lot but happens. yeah, hole through the chest. <laughs> no, that's that's good clarification. That's good clarification. Um, it's very much like yeah. uh, Loki, the Loki show. The little, the divergence right. from the main. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't. I don't think there's any more questions to clarify. I mean, it's eerily creepy when you came out with this, and you came out with this probably right before the Goku Black arc started, and then well, all and and it was definitely before I saw Super because I didn't watch Super until it was dubbed. Oh, that's true. Yeah, and I remember watching this and being like, "Wait, there are five rings." Michael was right, and so I think this is something that a lot of people get confused about because they're like, well, how is Trunks dead if Trunks is here? Right. And that's part of the biggest thing is the confusion of Trunks getting killed by ambushed by Cell and killed, but like, how's the same time machine? And it's because that's just another divergence. It's everything still exactly the same. So every time machine is going to have the word hope written on it that Mm -hmm. they see. So, so I'm going to break down all five of the timelines. Timeline number one is is Trunks's original time where the androids kill everybody. Trunks goes back to the past, returns, goes back again, comes back, beats the androids and gets jumped by cell, but kills him. That's timeline number one. Timeline number two 
Trunks has arrived from the past and given Goku the heart medicine. They lose to the androids anyway. Trunks still exists and and knows he has to keep Goku alive. So he does go back to the past and creates timeline number three. But he comes back and he doesn't go back again. He stays, finds a way to beat the androids, and gets jumped by Cell and killed. We don't know what happens in timeline number three. That We just have no knowledge of it whatsoever. Now, Mike, answer me this. Could we assume that timeline three is almost identical to timeline two? And that there was probably, like, most stuff went the same, but there's one deviation that, and then, but ultimately everyone's still lost anyway? I would say... You know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna hypothesize something right now. Ooh. I think that the trunks from timeline number two, being that Goku being alive didn't change anything and they all died from the androids, he had to do something different, right? So there's already been a trunks that went back and gave Goku the medicine. So when he went back, he had to do something else that would help them A beat the androids and B uh, just stay alive so that there wasn't another cell who stole a time machine. Cause there isn't another one, right? Is the only one that got a time machine was from timeline two. So whatever trunks did to help them beat those stronger androids also prevented cell from stealing a time machine and cr- causing even more chaos. So I'm going to hypothesize that what he did was, you, you know how, when Jero released 17 and 18 and they just weren't listening to his like inhibitor chips or whatever he put in them to make them more compliant i'm gonna bet that trunks snuck into jero's lab and messed with that technology and made it so 17 and 18 had more free will and less destructive nature and that's another that's why we got the androids we did in timeline number 5 because of what trunks from timeline 2 did when he came back so that makes sense that was and also yeah. and also maybe why 16 is still around yeah that makes sense too i mean there's got to it has some yeah and there's got to be a reason why those two weren't the mindless killing machines that the future ones were and why he turned himself into an android right because that we don't know why he went that route and you know and then 16 no one knows about that but yeah okay cool so anyway next time i'm gonna hypothesize that that the trunks from timeline 2 meddled in some certain amount of ways to to have these changes also occur i like um and so in timeline 3 we don't really know what happens. Whatever happens is based on whatever timeline two trunks did. Uh, but timeline four. So in timeline two trunks returns, finds a way to beat the androids. And then he's going to go back to the past to tell everyone good news and then gets ambushed and sell Jax's space machine time machine. <laughs> he gets ambushed, sell Jax the time machine goes back. And that is timeline number four. In timeline number four, there is a cell and one return of Trunks, and we don't really know the rest of the story because as soon as Trunks from timeline one returns again, 
and sees Android 19's head, this is timeline number five now. Because we have another deviation and Trunks stayed. He stayed and he trained and he fought and caused a lot of things while he was there. So that's timeline number five. And uh, and there you have it. You know, I was thinking about timeline three. Essentially, they won because they beat the androids and Cell didn't come back. So that was essentially that's what we're gunning for in five. Right. So my thing is, if they won in three, what would cause them to go back for four? Oh, it, it was Cell that caused four. Oh, OK. That's right. Go yeah. Cell, Cell's stealing of the time machine and arrival in the past so he can absorb 17 and 18. That's what caused timeline number four. Yeah. Timeline number five is because our trunks from timeline number one, for some reason or another, uh, I, and I think he says this to Goku, he says, I'll be back in three years to celebrate your victory or something. I don't know if he said that or if I made that up, but but he comes back hoping to see that they were victorious and instead sees this head of this android he's never seen before and is like, uh, and that's timeline number five because we have w- another arrival of a time machine where meddling occurred. And I would say he probably comes back to the past because he doesn't know they don't know anything about time travel they're so time travel illiterate if you will that he's also thinking remember he says later that changing the past didn't change the future he didn't know Mm. it wouldn't but it was their it was their chance now what does change the future a little bit is his hyperbolic time chamber training because because now he's a boss like in the future he is you know, until you get to super and all that. And you know, that actually makes sense why Trunks 2 acted differently from our Trunks. Because when Trunks 1, the original Trunks goes back, he thinks he's going to change the future and doesn't. And because of that, I mean, Trunks from timeline 2, Goku was alive because of Trunks number one coming back, giving him the medicine, and they lost anyway. And so he he has the knowledge that meddling with time must it must not matter that much. You have to make bigger changes, which is probably why whatever he did, we don't really know what he did, but it caused a whole new timeline. And he also decided not to even go back a second time until he found a way to beat the androids. So it does explain the difference in in how he acted from our trunks. So just to make sure everybody's got it, I'm going to go through each timeline on its own without skipping around, right? So timeline one, the original course of history. Trunks, because they need to defeat the androids, goes back in time to give Goku some heart medicine and he hopes that will change history. It doesn't. He gets back. The androids are still there. He comes back again because he's like, well, let me see how the past is doing. And then when he arrives again, he's trained in the hyperbolic time chamber, defeats 17 and 18 pretty easily. Cell tries to jump him when he wants to go back again to say, sup, y'all, I won. And he destroys Cell. And it was awesome. Uh, And then that is also the timeline Goku Black arrives. Timeline number two. Trunks has arrived and given Goku the heart medicine. But the problem is... The androids seem to have still won anyway somehow. We don't really know how. We don't really know why, but they did. So there is another Trunks 
that must now also return to the past to make some other change in history that will hopefully hopefully give the Z fighters a fighting chance. Uh, so he does that, and when he returns, rather than going back in time again, since he realizes time is multiverse and no change in history will make a difference to his own timeline, finds a way to defeat the androids, and when he decides, okay, maybe I'm going to go back and check what happened or see something, that's when he gets jumped by Cell, who is disappointed that 17 and 18 are dead, who's like, well, I'm going to steal his time machine and go back and get them. So Cell kills him and steals the time machine and off with him. Timeline number three is this timeline where Goku has received the heart medicine and there is some unknown meddling by Trunks number two, uh, and we don't really know what else happens in timeline number three uh timeline number four cell has arrived in the past and we got the pupa cell goku has received the heart medicine there is the unknown meddling by timeline trunks too and we don't know what happens through there either because as soon as timeline one trunks arrives in the past his second time when he sees android 19's head that is timeline number five so timeline number five is there is a cell with, you know, he's going to grow and absorb 17 and 18 and all of that. Goku has received the heart medicine and Trunks is present in the past in our timeline. Trains in the hyperbolic time chamber, gets his buff form, gets killed by cell, revives the androids, blah, 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 everything. Uh, and that's basically how it goes. So hopefully that's clear. Michael, thank you for this explanation. And just for the good insight, um, I know I always have to go and rethink about it whenever I'm trying to put it together. But if you have a different theory or you think maybe we're just a bunch of idiots out there, uh, <laughs> leave a comment. Or maybe we missed something. Yeah, did we miss something? Uh, leave a comment, uh, like, subscribe, and check out our podcast, The Anime Triad. Until next time. Peace, y'all.